Have you ever had a conversation with a stranger, maybe publicly on your podcast, and they know nothing about you except one thing, and they say it and you break down in tears? feels really good to be seen and understood, and also knowing that that thing is the tool that created every ounce of my success that made it stick. And so this one might break your brain a little bit and also might break your understanding of a word that most people have the wrong relationship with. So I'm going to highly recommend you dive in. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Because this is the Mind of George podcast where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Mind of George Show, and I am... Uh, incredibly excited. I'm vibrating pretty, pretty high right now for today's guest. And I'm just going to say uh, some life lessons for everybody before we get in. I'm so excited to be here. I'm actually in the studio, uh, but you're also seeing me start to record in my house. And you might see me record in a coffee shop or in my car or outside in the mountain, because guess what? There's no such thing as finance lines. And when you put a final light in your studio after three years and you're like, I made it, and then your landlord calls on Monday after you agreed to 20 years. And he's like, family emergency. We need you out of the office. You smile, you take the sign and you go. And it's so hilarious because today's guest <laughs> understands me at a level that I'm a little afraid of because of a term and a word that I heard throw around all the time that people have resistance to and boom. And in my opinion, it's just you picking up the owner's manual of your vehicle and giving yourself a chance to understand how it might work. And so here's your reminder that there's no finish lines and don't ever elect, let the movie you see in your life adjust the inputs that you put in. It's only ever going to be about the inputs and never what they create and we only lose and we get rigid. And so if I can smile my way through, I just spent three years building this office and I get a phone call that came out of left field. The old version would have puked and the new one smiled. And I said, thanks for the opportunity. Something bigger is coming. And everybody needs to get really comfortable and really excited about some changing and divergent thinking because the world is changing. And the better you understand yourself, the better you understand your ability to control or control your inputs to create results in your world, the better off and the more empowered you are. And I couldn't think of a more important, beautiful woman to bring on today's show than Megan. And I genuinely, genuinely love this woman. I think I told her on Instagram, I was like, I love you. I want you around me. And then she's like, okay. I'm like, will you come on the podcast? And then my C, you know, you guys know Ashley said the same thing. And uh, Megan is incredible. Uh, I've enjoyed, we forgot to hit record. So I finally yelled and said, we're going to hit record now because there was so much magic dropping out. And so without further ado, Megan, I, I did want to take a minute and talk about all that to bring you in because I'm going to shut up and listen for the rest of this entire show and take as many copious <laughs> notes and reminders as possible. Uh, but for everybody, Megan is, uh, in, in my opinion, I'm going to call her now my queen of numerology. So she's going to consider herself <laughs> really, really annoyed <laughs> with all of my questions. But Megan, I wanted to welcome you to the show. So welcome to the show. 
Thank you. You know what? I love it when people text me their numerology questions. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like. I tell people that too. Like everybody, listen to this. I tell everybody. You know, I'm like, hey, if you're listening to the podcast, like, text me a question. I really love it. Like, DM me a question. You actually do. And I'm like, no, guys, I love responding. Like, I genuinely want to answer the questions. It gives me purpose, and I think it's also part of my numerology. And so, with that, I gotta know because I will say that when I found out about quote unquote numerology, you know, like 10 years ago, my initial thing was like, the fuck is that? Get away from me. I don't, uh-huh. <laughs> Numbers? What? No. Blah. Right. And, uh, and with that, now it's something where I don't use the term, but I've literally designed my entire life around my understanding of it. And it's only ever brought me pleasure and nothing but positive results. And so for everybody listening, can you like in layman's terms that we understand, explain numerology? Yes, I love this because so many people do not understand it, right? What numerology is, is it's using the language of numbers to interpret energy. Mm. There's energy patterns all around us, no matter what. And it's our ability to interpret what's happening, right? And so numbers give us the language. Numbers are codes. They're codes we can work with. They're codes we can interpret. They're codes we can use for understanding challenges, for creating alchemy, for opening doors of opportunity. And numerology just gives you the language to speak with that energy. Can you say that first part again, the patterns and code? That is the best, most succinct understanding that I've ever heard. Yeah. I love numbers. I freaking love numbers. So there's energy all around us. Yep. And numbers are the language to interpret the numbers, the codes, the patterns of the energy all around us. I love it. And so with that being the definition, how does somebody use that? Like, how is it applicable? Like, what's the biggest win that people, even in just being open to like, oh, that's numerology. I'm willing to take a chance. Like, what are some of the biggest benefits or wins people get when they do that? So there's three core ways that I use numerology. Okay. Number one to understand ourselves, to know how does my energy run? How do my codes work? What is the, I always say the medicine, right? Mm -hmm. So you contain, your energy is medicine. And when you understand how that medicine works, what answers it provides people, what solution it provides people, how it, you know, creates opportunities for people, you can language that, you can brand it, you can market it, you can show up in a way that's aligned with that energy. And, you know, most people, we're not purposely trying to be misaligned. No. But the problem is we contain programming and conditioning of you should do this. You shouldn't do this. No one does it this way. Everyone does it this way. And so we end up taking on these weird distortions. Yes. Whereas when you truly understand, well, this is how my energy runs. I don't need to pay attention to the conditions and the stories I'm told. I just need to focus on how my energy runs. You can show up in this very potent and powerful way, yeah. right? So number one, understanding ourselves. Okay. And other people, right? You can look at your family, your children, your clients, your colleagues, whatever. Number two, energy, how it moves through time, right? So the energy of the day, the energy of the week, the month, what's coming for you, what mm. was behind you. And it's kind of like a weather forecast or a climate outlook, right? And it's no, there's no such thing as good or bad energy. There's just, this is what it is. And so you get to decide, how do I choose to interact with that energy? Is it a good time for me to, 
you know, be outward expressing? Is it a good time for me to maybe go inward a little bit? Is this a time that's good to spend time with my family? Is this a time that's great for travel? These are all things you can tell by understanding how the energy is moving through time. Yep. And then finally is a two-way conversation with the universe. So when people are like, oh my God, I see 111 or, you know, everywhere I go, I see 444. And I'm like, yes, this is using numbers to see what's happening. And the 111, I love it because it's telling us like spirits listening, spirits here, the universe is here, you're supported. But what people can do to next level that is be like, now there's an opportunity for a two-way conversation. It's more than just the once. Mm-hmm. Every number sequence matters. Every code matters. It does not have to be repeating numbers. So as soon as you start to articulate that with the universe, you can have a two-way dialogue about, well, universe, tell me what energy is going to support me to implement this goal. Then be aware of what number patterns you see. And so it's like, oh, I'm seeing 444. Okay. I'm going to take that code and I'm going to choose to work with it right now because I've just asked for that information and received it. Wow. Okay. I, (laughs) (laughs) we're going to be having a lot of recorded conversations. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just for everybody listening right now, I'm going to frame this right now because I've only ever felt this way one other time. And it was when I started talking about the catalyst If you guys listening to this want us to take this deeper and do like a part two or part three of anything we uncover, like just to help Megan's like universe, like let me know uh, because like I probably have 783 questions. Um, Don't know why I picked that number, probably a pattern. But first, uh, bucket number one is understanding our patterns and our codes, right? Like really having a, and, and my favorite way to describe this is, I don't know if you ever saw this, but Sadhguru and Mike Tyson did a fireside together. I did not see that. <laughs> I will send it to you after, but I Please love do. it because it is the most, du- the only word I can think is like dualistic conversation where they're operating on the same plane, but like one's in North Pole and one's in South Pole meeting in the same place. And the perspective is wonderful. But Mike asked Sagru and he's like, oh, you mean to tell me that you got issued this vehicle and you don't know how to drive it, but yet you never opened the owner's manual to understand it? And I was like that, that landed for me. So that's number one. Number two is understanding our relationship with time and our environment and through the lens of those patterns and understanding that it's all based on numbers and numerology. So we can look at the past, we can look at the future, we can look at our interactions with our environment and those around us. And then the third way, um, what was the third? Oh, having a two-way conversation with the universe. Okay. I got it. So those are the three. They're in my brain. Those are the three. Okay. So then on the first one, I just want to make this easy. So like when you say codes, right, or somebody's specific code, can you explain what that means, but also give, and maybe because you know mine, maybe use me as an example, and I can then tell people like kind of my perspective of what it felt like or what it feels like for me? Yeah. So I use the term code because there's so many pieces we can look at, right? So you and I have talked about two elements of your code, but there's probably a 20 elements that I could choose to bring up that would be very relevant to you. I don't know all the elements of your code. I don't even actually know your birthday. I just literally know two pieces right now. Because I told you, which is great. You told me, right? And so I love it because you're, so I use the term code to encapsulate all of these pieces. 
And so the one element that you spoke to me about, I refer to as your light code. Okay. This is an energy code, right? Like energy of light. This is what you are meant to express out into the world. And this is what people feel from you and experience from you. This is your medicine. So yours is all about relationships. Like, hello, that's obvious. Your your branding, your messaging, your gifts, the work you do in the world is very aligned with relationships. I mean, relationship beats algorithms being your tagline, Mm -hmm. right? So that energy cares very much about creating structures of love, connection, and safety so that their community can thrive. Yep. That's how I would sum up your light code in like a couple of sentences. And you right? mean I literally teach the world how to build customer journeys to make customers feel safe because they can't do anything unless they feel safe? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Because there's huge elements in what you do around structure, safety, community. All of that can be articulated from your light code. And I know your business to some degree because I listen to your podcast yeah, yeah. I'm in the Alliance, right? But even if I didn't know that about you, I would say it's structures for safety, for community, for connection, for thriving, for open-heartedness, for people to be able to feel connected with their hearts. That's critical for you. Yeah. So for everybody listening, I I, I told Megan this before, but this, this would be... So a shaman said to me a very long time ago, uh, coincidences are just you getting out of God's way. And I knew nothing about numerology. I knew nothing about human design. I knew nothing about any of this when I was introduced to kind of these concepts. But in it was eight or nine years ago, I was told to write a mission statement for my life. And all I wrote was to stand with structure in the face of resistance to create possibility. And I never knew what it meant. And it stayed in my journal for two and a half, three years. And then my brother one day, who was my graphic designer, looked at me and he said, so you basically defined a lighthouse. And I was like, yeah, that became our branding. And then I started using the color pink because one of Branson's teachers told him pink was a girl's color and I got really pissed. And so I started wearing pink shoes everywhere and I always wore black and white. And when I added pink, people started to change how they gave me feedback from it's like getting hit from a two by four to it feels like you're loving me and saying what I wanted and needed to hear. Mm-hmm. And then my color psychologist calls and was like, the color you chose stands for revolution and relationships. And at this point, I start to get involved in numerology and I just get my birth card, which is the four of hearts for me, mm-hmm. which I had understood because I got it four years earlier, didn't know what it meant and still tattooed it on my forearm. And if you guys want to know what the tattoo on my forearm is, it is a tattoo of my birth card, the four of hearts. And then Every piece of our business, every single thing that I do before I even understood numerology was literally environmentally my understanding of myself, but through hundreds of other modalities like cognitive behavioral therapy, EMDR, like trauma work, but always kind of led me to these same patterns. And then I read it again and it made everything make sense. And any time that I was in alignment with it, Everything feels easy. It feels great. And anytime I wasn't, it didn't have any positive results whatsoever. And so we kind of accidentally built my environment just by doing the work. And then when I understood it, we built everything around it. And it's been absolutely, completely accidental (laughs) in the lens of just following, you know, 
what feels the best and what lights me up and what allows me to do it. But for people like listening to this, I, I don't talk well, about- Can I just say yeah, why please, that yeah. is? Please. Because it's energy. So you're feeling it on many different ways. And numerology just gives us the language for interpretation. Yeah. like So that I, is why you'll feel it. Like, I have not shared this breakthrough with anybody. And this is like a week old, two weeks old. But I had one of my friends and mentors reflect something back to me the other day after a call. And I spent three hours helping them build their movement and getting them aligned and putting them in. And he's like, man, I just don't know how you do it. Like you just put the heart back into marketing. You create harmony, empathy, relationships, trust, time, and all this stuff. And it all like stood for something. And then I'm looking at all of these things, the office earlier that I referenced for everybody um, Lindsay and I are going through massive changes, but we are the bestest of friends. And like, literally we were at our dinner table last night as ex-husband, ex-wife sitting at opposite ends. And we were at like a meeting of the council and we were like planning heart centered world domination for retreat centers and our son and boom. Right. And like, there's been all these pieces moving, including realigning the entire business and what I do, like from the retainer clients and the big, big corporations. And I'm like, I don't feel in alignment with these people. And I was sitting here in reflection and I f- had a different perspective six months ago. And everybody saw my post the other day and I got a lot of DMs about it. And all I wrote was perspective, the difference between your prison and your power, since the evidence in front of us doesn't change. And I started to change my perspective and I started to look at this last six months. And there were these moments of compression where I felt like everything was losing. Like, this one happened and this was gone and this was gone and this was gone. And then I was sitting there reflecting and I realized that the only difference between the people that are in my life now, my clients, the people I work with and the ones that all fell out in the last six months is every one of these phone calls, I end with, I love you. And every one of these, they said they were uncomfortable when I said it. And so I'm going to tell everybody the only barometer that I have when I choose clients is if I can say I love you and you know that I mean it and you are comfortable with me hearing it, you don't have to say it back. If that doesn't pass, I cannot work with you at all. And I have literally in the last three weeks since that clarity kept that rule. Client, 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 client. Like out of thin air or just pattern recognition. And so there's this like knowing in my body because the thing is, is like, I can't, when, when, when I feel unsafe, when I feel like somebody doesn't feel good, when I feel like they're rocked, I can't operate. Like I'm completely in reactivity. And so it's been so powerful and I don't know if that even landed or made sense, but it makes sense for me. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I would say too, you know, with the four of hearts, because your priority is so much of this like heart-centered connection, when you don't have that, that is a huge flag that something is wrong in your world. And it is a sign to make adjustments and to make changes, right? Mm -hmm. And so this is where, you know, we were talking a little bit about this, about the challenge being the portal, Mm -hmm. right? The challenge being the initiation, because if we ignore the challenge and try to just pretend it doesn't exist, that doesn't give us the opportunity to actually fully embody the gifts that we're meant to share here. Yeah. And when, and just so everybody listening, Megan and I were having a conversation before, but 
you said this so eloquently and I love this. And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, the patterns, they're your initiations, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and even hearing you, one of my favorite Mike Tyson quotes, he said this and I added a part, but he said, the magic you're looking for is in the work you won't do. <laughs> and I loved it. But when I wrote it down, I added a second sentence for me. And I said, the magic I'm looking for is in the work I won't do and the feelings I won't feel. Oof. Because for me, the work is easy. I will go outwork, out grind, out checkbox anybody, but that is constraint and scarcity because I have blinders on and I can't see what's happening. And then the other side is in that like feeling piece. And so can you break down what you mean by like challenge or, you know, initiation? Like even somebody like there may be people listening that know their numerology or know their birth card, right? But in that understanding, like I understood what the phone call came from the office, as much as my body instantly had this pit in my stomach, it retuned and my brain went to, oh, I wonder what new thing is coming. Like what space was just created, right? But I feel like, Megan, it's taken me eight years, seven years for it to even almost be a default muscle response versus having to pull myself out of for lack of better terms, the, the rumination. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a couple pieces. Um, number one, the reason why you needed to say that add the word feeling mm-hmm. to that quote, add feeling to every quote that you have that you hold in your heart because of being a heart, mm-hmm. right? You're the four of hearts. Everything has to have a felt emotional sense for you to anchor and to land. And that's going to be part of your key. So that, I just wanted to add that piece about the heart. <laughs> Doesn't land at all. Yeah, right? right? So ju- just 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 so everybody knows, if you ever wonder if I care about you or your results, I'm never going to tell you again. If you can't tell, go somewhere else. Yeah. Just stop following. Stop listening. I'm not the guy because I don't really care what mistakes you make, what wins you have. I care about you because that's all we have. And so, yeah, that landed at a level. That, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so beautiful. Because I tell okay, people, so- well, I tell people, like, somebody asked me in Atlantic City, they're like, why do you care so much? Mm. And I was like, because I spent my life deployed and, like, in the lens of like that, like, compared to my friends, I was in kindergarten. Some of my friends have seen shit that, like, shouldn't even exist. Like, it shouldn't even be fathomable. Yeah. And I was like, but the one thing I remember is we, would not get along. We'd fist fight. We'd do whatever. But the moment it was go time, like life or death, that man, no matter what, I never had to turn my back. I knew he was there. And like, and I tell people I'm in, like, that's the only level of in I know. There's no other in. And I was like, I don't know if people get it, but I was like, I have no interest in being an amateur in life. Like it's all the way. And I'm like, we have to be all the way in. Like that's the end. Like, and it's so funny because that's the only end that gets success because all the results are just byproducts of the depth of your in and inputs. Mm-hmm. Like we got to be all in, but yeah, that, that lands girl. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the biggest frustration for me as a heart in that I don't even know is like trying to articulate that. Cause it's a felt sense. You can't speak it. You have to feel it. Yeah. 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 Oh, my palms are sweaty. Yeah. But this is the cool thing about understanding this because that's where embodiment comes in. 
because people can feel your energy and they can feel your presence, right? And they feel you when you walk in a room and they feel you when your face pops up on a video, they feel that. And so that is activating the felt sense, which is that's part of your light code. That's part of what will, will connect people to that power. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it tickles. Right? It so, okay, you, you asked me about challenge. Yeah. So let's talk about challenge for a minute because here's the thing. And I love the example that you used about Mike Tyson at, sitting with the guru, right? Because energy runs in bands of polarity. It has to. There's always going to be, let's say, a light and a shadow. There's always going to be a challenge and opportunity. There's always a plus side and a negative side of every band of energy of every battery. There's always polarities. And so we will swing on both sides of an energy to wrap our minds around what it truly is and how to make sense of it. And so, you know, your example of having, you know, been to war and seeing things that would crush a person's heart and then now giving so freely with your heart and caring so deeply about your clients is a perfect example of that polarity and that pendulum swing. All of us go through that in our lives. Some of the examples are obvious, like yours is very obvious to me, but it might not have been obvious to you up until this point or whatever, right? But all of us go through this. And so what happens for people is that their challenge tends to be associated with the shadow side of their energy. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as you can embrace the shadow side of your energy, and, and be willing to walk through it, you make friends with it. The tension melts away. You're not afraid of it anymore, which means you can be more masterful on the opportunity. Can you do me a favor real quick? Because I don't want to, but can you define shadow and light in the lens of the same situation just for some perspective for people? Yeah. So it's a tricky one to define, but what I will say is they often feel like the inverse. Yeah. I right? I was I didn't want to define can I can I yeah, give my interpretation? Do. Okay. So yeah. so in the lens of and, and I'm gonna paint a picture for everybody, you think about uh the lens of abundance or the lens of business or the lens of challenges, right? Um the way that I explain this is that no matter what, the evidence in front of us is neutral and it never changes, right? So you know, you think about all these stories of someone's like, I can't figure out cash flow. I can't figure out cash flow. Right. But they're stuck at the same level and then they shift their perspective and they see different information or different inputs. Right. So events themselves are neutral. So the way that I look at it is that when we have events, triggers, information, our body has one of two reactions. We either see it as possibility or we see it as linear old. Right. Like when we default into like, oh, this is happening and we get lit up and excited we live in divergent thinking. We live in possibility. For me, light is, oh, when this situation happens, no matter what's feeling in my body, I see possibility. When in shadow, we live in convergent thinking, which is linear, which means, oh my God, I lost my number one client. And then we go to, in looking at the same situation, we go to, I can't fix it. It's always happened like this before and boom, boom, boom. And yeah. so the situation's the same, except the our expression or our reaction or our default state of reaction is the easiest tilt to see. Are we in shadow or are we in light? And for me, I tell myself, and this is what landed for me, if my emotions are making the decision, I'm in shadow. 
right? Like, because I'm reacting and reacting. And so like in that lens, I, I'll think about a, a, a client, right? I got a message said, oh my God, my number one client just left. I'm going to lose my business. I'm going to go out of business. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I read this book called Declarative Language Handbook. And uh, it's about episodic memory. And instead of giving them the answer, ask the right question. And so I didn't really know, but I took a prompt from the book. And then I was like, has this ever happened before? And the response was, oh, fuck you. Yeah, it happened a year and a half ago. And I felt the exact same thing. And then I realized that if I did this and this, okay, I'm going to do that. But the difference was, is the situation itself didn't change. And so her default response was shadow, looking at constraint. I can't, boom, which the universe doesn't hear negatives, by the way. Um, and then the second side was after like the reframe, it was like, oh, I remember I can think about this different. And she was intentionally choosing where to put her time and energy. And so that's how I see them. Yeah, yeah. I like that. And I feel like there's a couple of like layers to this because I totally love everything you're saying and completely agree with that. And the other piece that comes up for me a lot, and this is where conditioning and programming can confuse people. Yep. Because if let's use the abundance and scarcity paradigm for a second. Perfect. If you have been someone who's felt like you've struggled with money or felt like you came from a, you know, scarce situation or scarce circumstances part of your code is to activate abundance, which means your gift is abundance. And so you, and you think to yourself, well, who am I to activate abundance when I feel like I've been poor my whole life? Right. And this is, this is, this is one of those things that's misunderstood is we, we believe the story of, well, I've been poor, so I don't know what it means to be abundant. Whereas from the universal perspective or the energetic perspective, abundance is just the flip side of a coin. Mm -hmm. So when you fully understand scarcity and lack and struggle, you are actually the perfect person to fully understand wealth and abundance and enoughness and fullness. That's just the flip side of that coin. And so you can work that energy. And so then now is now that I know that, let's say now that I understand that about myself, when I go into a, a situation that triggers scarcity, I can be like, Ooh, there's a, an abundance portal here. Where is this scarcity showing me the path to abundance? Mm. And I'm just using those two words because those are really obvious ones, but we can do it when it comes to mindset, love, yeah. like there's every category of life you can think of. Your challenge, the, the more you can make sense of it and understand it and sit with it and not be afraid of the quote unquote darkness of the situation when you recognize this is strength training, this is resistance training for me to flip the coin, right? God, like you are the only person beside me that says that. And I was like, wait, 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 why do you guys go to the gym to make your muscles stronger? But then when the workout gets hard in your business, you let them atrophy. Yeah. It's the gym. It's yeah. the gym. And like, this reminds me, you know, Sharfin, right? When everybody's like, what do you mean when he says you don't have the business you want because you haven't become the person to run it? Well, if the current situation is breaking you and I double it, how does that help? So if you want to go to personal development, it's be, do, have, not do, be, have. Mm -hmm. Numerology for me helps me understand my patterns and my defaults to then install them in my environment to remind me and hold me accountable to the future instead of letting me accidentally behave my way out of reaction to all the things on the other side of that coin. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And then as soon as you have that, like that environmental trigger, that reminder of like, oh, I'm experiencing this challenge or this shadow again. Ooh, there's an opportunity for me here. There is a portal here. I'm being initiated. Something's happened. There is some magic underway. <laughs> yeah. And like, I feel like, and maybe there's some human, I mean, there's some numerology in here, but like, I feel like I deduct every life lesson down to a fortune cookie mm. because it's the only way I can remember anything. Right. Mm. And, and I just have all of these little fortune cookie reminders that like, every time you say something, they pop in my head. I'm like, yep, that's the one. Like, that's the mm. one. That's the one. Um, because it it's so, yeah, I don't even, <laughs> my whole nervous system is lit up right now <laughs> at a level that like <laughs> I'm sweating and I'm vibrating and I'm like, my heart, my heart, I want my heart everywhere. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to leave that thought because I don't know even where that's going. So I'm just going to leave that. Yeah. Well, and I think this, if I can say you the can reason say why... <laughs> The reason why I love it so much is because, to me, most of the difficulties we face as individuals is we don't feel seen, mm -hmm. we don't feel heard, and we don't feel understood. Mm -hmm. So if I can see my people, the people I love, the people I care about, whether it's my children, whether it's my clients, whether it's my best friends, whether it's my family, if I can see them, not for how I think they should be, or not for how they thought they were supposed to be, but for the truest essence of who they are, that is the most freeing thing in the world. A thousand, a thousand percent. Like the amount of like, and, and I think too, and and this is me sharing my perspective, I feel like one of the reasons is I that I really gravitate towards numerology is I also very much understand that integration is the only way that we win because it's the only way that we grow. And what I love in here, and even you speak about this, is that like numerology takes concepts that I've spent my whole life studying from psychology to behavior to manifestation to alignment. And some of them even feel ethereal, like you don't understand them and they don't make sense. And I don't understand how. And and that that question comes up. But numerology it almost like it's like the patterned workout script underneath all of it that if you just tune your awareness to it and you're willing to operate from an understanding of self well in those buckets, they kind of together don't even need you to understand all the different parts of these things just to trust that, oh, I got that. That feels better. And, and that's kind of the whole point because you go read Do the Work by Nicola Perra. It's basically a Bible in future self-journaling, releasing your trauma and building an environment that keeps you in alignment. You think about personalities and permanent by Benjamin Hardy. It's the same thing. You think about personal development, which is be, do, have. Who do you want to be in the future? How do you align those behaviors to come back? But they're all starting from the future in mind. And I'm like, well, great. When you can get that clarity out there, but then you can understand or maybe even dance with the possibility. Because there's a lot of people, I'm going to fucking pre-handle objections right now. Uh, this new age bullshit numbers, blah, blah, blah. I know that was me. By the way, I told Lindsay a year before I ever did plant medicine, she belonged in federal prison for marijuana. And then three years later, I'd done every psychedelic on the planet and it saved my life. Like perspectives change, right? But what I think is it's, it, it's like, it's like giving us labels for ingredients we didn't know we were issued just to be able to be like, maybe I play with it. Maybe I'll try that. 
God, that does feel good. Like when you speak to me about my card and you haven't pulled my chart. So just so everybody knows, the only thing I told her, I was like, my birth card is the four of hearts. And because of that, she also knows like my service card or whatever that is, which is the king of spades. Mm -hmm. And then you speak to me and you talk about that and it lights up my whole nervous system and it instantly makes me see like, yeah, I can't even do my job. And I can't even be present in work with you if I don't feel safe. And yet I think that if I go have those six meetings that I'm nervous about, that they're somehow going to close a deal. No, I'm actually going to cause collateral damage because I'm going to be for all my like body nerds in my sympathetic nervous system in fight or flight because I don't feel safe. And if I don't feel safe, how is the person on the other side of the call going to feel safe to give me their credit card? Right? Like we all know this. You talk about energetics. We all know we've been in a room. We've seen somebody walk in the door and instantly we felt safe. And we've also been in the same room and had somebody walk in the door and instantly felt like we wanted to get out of that room and they didn't speak a word. Right? Like all of that matters for me. And so I'm like, I think the biggest part is like, I love that when we can label something, my brain's like, oh, that's a thing. Use the thing. Yeah. Dance with Absolutely. the thing. Try the thing. Like play with the thing. And like yeah. that's what I love so much about it. Yeah. Well, and you know, I use it in business, right? Facts. A lot. Um, because for me, I mean, I use it to raise my children, first of all. I I have three children. My three children are three different coats. I parent them differently. Mm-hmm. There is no way I can parent a four the same as a seven the same as a five. Yep. It does not work. Yep. And it's it's so interesting because my oldest is a very similar code to me. And it's so funny because we're actually almost twins as well. We look alike and we have the same numerology code. And so then when my middle child came along, I just, you know, you just parent the way you think you're supposed to parent. And he is so different. And as soon as I could start to understand his coding, I approached parenting with him completely different. And that's the way he thrives. That's the way he succeeds. But I also look at my clients and let's say, for example, I'm trying to help somebody um, create a training, Mm -hmm. let's say for a client like there, because I work with a lot of entrepreneurs to create that energetic alignment. If you are a client of mine and you are a four, you will do really well with a certain level of structure, organization, and pieces in place. If you are a nine or a seven, and I tell you, you need to have a five-step funnel, you will want to die and you will hate me and you will not implement it, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like for me as the person who's trying to support my client, I need to understand how does their energy run? And the process that works for a four will work differently for a seven or a nine. I'll need to create things a little bit differently for them. And so knowing this, the benefit is, well, first of all, my clients actually are like, oh my God, you get me, right? And then second of all, they can actually like implement the thing because it's aligned for them. And then third of all, their outcomes improve, Yep. right? Their clients are happier. Their clients are getting better results. They're happier. They're making money, you know, whatever it is, because we're not kind of dealing with that like quote unquote waste where someone signs up for a thing or does a thing. And it's not energetically aligned to who they are. So they literally cannot implement it. And, oh, and even God. when you're doing like a, a program, let's say, for multiple people, 
you can still speak to the individuality of each number. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I literally, like, you, you say that and, I'm like, you can't do anything out of alignment. Like, nothing. It doesn't it, – it literally doesn't work. Like, even if you don't take my way, go the Huberman way, and any lack of alignment actually causes your nervous system to feel unsafe. And when your nervous system feels unsafe, and I think it's the limbic system, but whatever part – literally takes over and all the old default behaviors become the only options. And that constraint is why we don't see the things and like the alignment is everything, like everything. And so with that, because I want to make sure that like, I feel like we supported people. If like, nobody knows, like, where do I even start with like numerology? <laughs> like, like, where is like, do they DM you? Is like, they're an app. Like, is there places that people can tune in to like, even just start to get an understanding? Like, where does one go? Because how it was done to me is Lindsay handed me Dan Millman's book to my number. And she said, read it. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, I was, my brain was broken. And I was like, how did I read this book? And it knew my whole childhood, my whole life, the blank, blank, blank. And then I was like, Oh, okay. Got it. Like, where does somebody start? Okay. Well, yeah. Book, um, Dan Millman, The Life You Were Born to Live. That is probably, you know, for people who like to read books, that is probably the the quickest, easiest, most enjoyable way to learn numbers. Um, obviously, like when you're seeing number patterns, there's lots of things you can do to try to get to understand what's happening. Um But to me, the biggest thing is like, yeah, you can Google it. Like you can pick up a random numerology book. To me, the most empowering thing, though, is to actually learn how to feel the energy of the numbers yourself, right? Yes. Because you view life through your code. So your lens is going to affect your perception, right? And so when you learn how to have that two-way conversation, that is going to actually make you better at understanding the true energetics at play. And so... I can give access to a free course that I have that will teach people the basics on calculating their numbers. Can and they then... can they DM you this for this? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Well, you get, all right. All right. I, so just so everybody knows, Megan is also in our alliance, which I love having her in. And thank you so much for being in our alliance. Um, I love it. It's great. I, I love it. I'll ask you a question about it in a minute. And also, can we selfishly do a numerology call in the alliance for everybody? Of course. I would love that. Oh, my God. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I'm can... like, I can geek out on numbers all day long. <laughs> okay, good. Because I'll geek out on customer journey and we'll apply them together because that's really what we do, right? Um, yes. Can you um can you tell everybody like your Instagram? So everybody just listening, she will DM you the free course, pull your numerology, all of it. You just have to DM her on Instagram. So Megan, go to yeah. town. Yeah. So it's Megan Intuitive Strategist. If you just search Megan Alton, I pop up. Uh, will you and... spell Megan for everybody? Oh, yes. It is Megan with all the letters. So it's M-E-A-G-H-A-N. And it's Megan with all the letters, which I'm grateful that my parents chose to name me that way because letters, you can also do numerology of words, right? Really? And so you can check to see how the numerology associated with your name or what people call you aligns with the energy that you are born with, right? Which would be like your birth codes. You know what? We did that for Lindsay. I didn't know at the time. Lindsay, I remember her saying that and like pulling it up. And when we were going through names... (laughs) We did that and we did the numbers, the meaning. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yeah, we did that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
It's super fascinating. So yeah, anyways, DM me on Instagram, Megan Alton or Megan Intuitive Strategist. Um, because one of the things that I really encourage people to do is to learn how to feel the numbers themselves. Yes. Right? Because if you see 444 on your receipt, I want you not to just like Google search, what does somebody else think 444 means? I want you to pause and go inwards and say, what is 444 telling me right now? And even if you know nothing about numerology, you can start doing that practice now. Every time you see codes from the universe, stop and close your eyes and like put your hand on your heart and just be like, okay, what is this message? Like, I'd like to hear this message and just ask yourself and give a minute and see what lands. And everyone is so intuitive and we just don't let, like give ourselves that pause for it to hit. I remember the fortune cookie from earlier. I love my in human design and numerology because it was tied to what you just said. Yeah. That's why I love it. The patterns. I now have an association in my brain that when I see a pattern, it's God pausing me to be present because I wasn't being present. Ooh. That is how I've anchored it in because in every moment that I see the patterns and the numbers, what I used to be like, oh, it's a sign, it's a sign. And then I would like go, I'm like, wait, patterns are pattern interrupts. If I'm catching a pattern, I'm in an old one and I'm like, pause, like pause. So, you know, my scripture statement from Thich Nhat Hanh that says awareness is the finish line. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Do you know the SOS model? Mm -hmm. That's why it exists. It's mm -hmm. literally so when the patterns or the triggers or the glimmers, we pause. So for me, that was the biggest breakthrough. And in hearing you say that, that's the first time because a second ago, I, I when you say like, oh, and have a two-way conversation with it, I want to give some context for people. And I'll give you a real example. If you haven't read the book, The Road Less Stupid by Keith Cunningham, it's one of the best entrepreneurial books that exists because it's broken down into chapters, but he has what's called thinking time at the end. And he's like, you know, if you're fet met with a big challenge, right, you need to dedicate some time and you need to have a journal and you need to write a question of what you're trying to learn and achieve. That's a two-way conversation. A two-way conversation is, is that if you're like, oh, you know, how could I do this? And you give yourself space to sit with it. What you're really doing is allowing yourself to be and exist. And, you know, those thoughts that you think you install in your own brain, but you didn't have them before. Yeah, you call those whatever you want, but I'm sure they were installed in you. Yeah, no, no, those things that pop up, that's the two-way conversation. So yeah. like tangibly, if you think about the same lens of a number and a pattern, when the two-way conversation is like, and Megan just laid it out for you, it's like, if you were sat with the business challenge, well, this pattern shows up. If you create space and pause and say, what is this showing me? Or what did I notice? It's not that you get the information, it's that you get the tune, the radio dial in to look, right? Because yeah, not everything, absolutely. not everything's there. But I think too, like I struggled for years. Like, what do you mean have a two-way conversation? What do you mean I, I sit with it? And I'm like, oh, and then like I remind myself that every one of us that's building a vision, it's never been built before. And yet the first place we go is to everybody else to ask the next step. And we wonder why it looks like theirs and we're out of alignment. Well, yeah. And can I just say, this is one of my like pet peeves with numerology and divination tools in general. I mean, I love divination tools. I use many of them in my personal practices. Um, but there's this thing about sovereignty and self-authority that can happen when you're like, oh, I see 111. Let me Google what 111 means. 
now you're putting your power in the hands of the search engine to tell you what 111 means versus let me pause and go within and let me find my self-authority and my sovereignty to feel what spirit or the universe is telling me. And so this is why I'm like, yeah, sure, read a book, Google, inform yourself, but inform yourself from the lens that you actually have something within you that wants to co-create this. And so you can bring the wisdom in, but view it through the lens of your own intuition. You just literally drop kicked me in the nuts. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, no, that was, <laughs> I, that was a gift to hear that. Thank you. Mm. Um, <laughs> I found a sneaky little shadow that when I see them, my first thought is, I don't know what this means. Somebody should tell me. Mm. And then let that person tell me the frame in which I should look at this pattern through. That, a big one. that that literally, like literally two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I have the screenshot in my phone sent to Ashley. And I'm like, okay, got it. That landed for me at a level that I, I really, really appreciate that landing. <laughs> you are so welcome. Well, this is a this is a hot button passion of mine because I believe these tools are meant to free us. Yeah. I believe these tools are meant to show us gateways to potential and possibility and show us how to find and reclaim and remember our power. Mm -hmm. And it's a pet peeve of mine when I see people giving their power away Mm -hmm. to a tool Mm -hmm. or to an author or to a, you know what I mean? And it's like, hence why I made the alliance. Yeah. Hence, I (laughs) mean, this is why you and I are the same. Like the number one thing I say is I'm like, we have the alliance because nobody else can give your fucking clarity and they're lying to you and setting you up to fail. It has to be yours but you have to have the models and the support to be able to install and find your own. Like that's why we exist. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Actually, I would love to ask you because like, I've never had an Alliance member on the call on the podcast. Like you are in our Alliance or relationship. Like, how do you like it? Do you love it? Like anything? I'm just curious. I love it. So I'll tell you a couple of things I love. Number one, I love that everything's on the circle app because I'm a habit stacker. I mean, being a mom, a single mom with three kids and running a business, I'm many times habit stocking. So I will put my earbuds in, go for a walk, and I'll listen to a video. And when I'm done the video, I will stop on my walk and reply really quick in the comment box yep. so that I've done my done some learning, done some engaging, given feedback. And then if I see another comment from somebody else, I'll try to comment on it. And that way I'm building that community. Love it. And it's really cool to see what other people are up to yeah. and just have that sense of like being a part of something. Mm-hmm. And this is huge for me. Like I, I think I told you before the call, I've been asking for a community to be a part of where I can learn and stretch and grow, but also contribute. Yeah. And that to me, I think is the huge thing. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely like appreciate that you know how much I care about it at a level now that I don't know if most people do <laughs> but given that you can read my cards and you're like oh yeah I'm like yeah and this is the thing that I born or birthed out of the year of releasing yeah everything the companies the clients the all of it and I was like that's the one that was intuitively called to me and and that's what it is and and I'll say this to everybody like the only way to win in this world, especially given the way the world is going and the constraint it's under, is relationships are all that matters. People need to feel seen, heard, and respected, but your customers can't feel seen and heard if you don't feel seen and heard. 
And if you think that this is a game that can be achieved alone, it gets really lonely and really painful. And I'm quite sick of people telling you it should be easy and it's a great day and it's rainbows and unicorns. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. And maybe there's days that I lose my office and I'm nauseous and dry heave and then still have to find possibility because it's still my business and it's still my vision. And it's nice to have a group of people who get it, who can hold me, who can support me. And I also learn from and like, that's why it exists. But you got to put the heart back in your business. It's, it's the only way. People have to feel safe to buy things. They have to feel safe to grow. And the entire world is putting people under constraint. And so this is the work that we all get to do. I look at entrepreneurship as an initiation. We're the ones that say we don't want the world to be the way it is. And we want to stand for something different. That's the game. And the thing that I write down on my piece of paper every day, Megan, is that the darkness never doubts itself. So my job is the light is to keep showing up so it gains no ground. And like, mm. that's why the Alliance exists. It's to find our patterns. It's to find what lights us up. It's to be in alignment. It's to make adjustments to make it even deeper. And then to give the byproduct of that away to your customers and your team, which is all selling is. And just so you know, the number one high ticket close in the world used to be in my mastermind. He's been on this podcast. And I asked him to define selling. And he said, selling is just the transference of energy and confidence. Oh my God, that is the best definition. And that's it. And so if you don't have the energy to give, it's because you're out of alignment and trying to give from an empty bucket. And it's completely impossible. You get on an airplane, they tell you which mask to put on first. If you're surrounded by all the fortune cookies, the only thing we have to do is actually listen and put it into practice. And that for me is like the whole point of our existence. And what I've gotten down to is I really don't even think about results anymore. They mean nothing to me. And so people have asked me like, well, how do you measure your day? I'm like, I have a scripture statement. My value in the world is only based on the integrity and intention of my inputs. After that, it's out of my control. That's it. And I think if we all play that way, we all choose ourselves and we recognize like time's not coming back. It's the one defeating asset that's always diminishing. And it's now, it's now. How do I live in alignment? How do I choose? And you are so gifted and so incredible. And I'm so excited to soak all of this in on a level that I can't even understand because this is how I learn. You probably know that as well. You have to show it to me for me to get it. I'm like, oh, I get it. I'm going to go do it now. I love it. And so for everybody listening, um, I said all of that to say this. Her DMs are open. And what's the worst that could happen? Oh, that's right. Nothing changes. <laughs> What's the best? You send a DM. At the end of the day, nobody else is coming but you. So if this tickled at all, I'd highly recommend you raise your hand and lean in and shoot Megan in a, a DM on Instagram. So it's Megan Alton, Megan with all the letters, M-E-A-G-H-A-N Alton or Megan Intuitive Coaching. And Megan Intuitive Strategist. Megan Intuitive Strategist. And of course, we'll have it all linked in the show notes. It'll be there. Uh, but send her a DM. And even if you don't want the numerology, uh, send her some gratitude. Let her know if anything landed. Ask any questions because she loves answering them as well, just as much as yeah. I do. So if you guys have any questions for me, you know how to get a hold of us. Slide into my DMs. You have my permission since I don't need anybody else's permission anymore. <laughs> You should hear our dinner conversations. We are the best time ever. My favorite part of this is the world thinks they know what happens in life. And Lindsay and I live together and we still talk every day and we both get messages. And I was like, oh, look at this one I got. 
I was like, how should we respond? And then I got one and it's like, God, she hates you. And I was like, oh, really? And she's standing right next to me. <laughs> and I was like, perspective, people. Don't think you know, but realize if you're paying attention to somebody else's world, no one's paying attention to yours. Mm. So start paying attention. So you know how to get a hold of us. If you would love uh, to be in the Alliance, just shoot us a DM that says Alliance. We'd love to have you. We're making a few changes I told Megan about. And she's like, fuck yeah. So I'll take that as good feedback. And we are going to keep rocking. So it's 12-12, Megan. Amazing. <laughs> and it feels like a perfect time to land the plane. And so uh, I have one final question for you. Mm. What indelible wisdom would you like to tattoo on everybody's hearts to wrap the show? Oof, what indelible wisdom. I don't even know if that's a word. Yeah. I'm going to Google it later. I think it is. I just want everyone to understand the potency of the crystal energy that they contain. And that if you are willing to get curious about it, maybe lean into it, even just like that, you know, one percentage point, it's so powerful, the ripple effects that that will have. Yep. Yep. And since I think this entire episode was about how there's no coincidences and it's just patterns around us, I'm going to lead the horse and say that if you're listening to this, it might be an invitation. Absolutely. So we'll leave you at that. Remember the most important thing, which is relationships beat algorithms. And here's some more evidence that the one with yourself is the most important one. So if you want to put the heart back in your business, you want us to help you in any way, shoot us a DM, DM Megan, plug into your patterns, numerology, and start dancing in the world and make the world your canvas and paint it beautifully like you want it to make. And other than that, I bet you Megan will be back sooner than later. And if not, we will see you in the Alliance on a call. And Megan, thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. This was such an incredible conversation. Oh my God. I will. We will do this many, many times. So for everybody listening, Wonderful. this has been another episode. You'll either see me in your eyeballs or you'll hear me in your earballs. But either way, we're out.